Lights, action, performance. It's time to showcase yourself with us. It's the Entertainment Biz Podcast. Rog and it is DJ Bongo over in our corner over there. Hello. Oh, hello. Man of very many voices. Oh, I don't know about mostly one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certainly don't, uh, the one that most people hear first thing in the morning is something along the line of <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the morning voice. <laughs> and also we've got Bev here. Hi Ev. Uh, so Hey, what about me? Oh, yeah. Oh, and Jack. And Jack, Jack on the knobs, too. ladies and gentlemen. Jack on the knobs. Mm. Mm. He twiddles those knobs so <laughs> Move well. Move along, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep us in order, will you teach? Well, look, uh, yeah, I will. Look, I'll, it I'll wouldn't I'll be Britain if we didn't involve a knob gag. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm here, ladies and gentlemen. Now then, <laughs> we've chatted to DJ Bongo. Gareth is your real name, Yes. I will not admit to it, but yes, I suppose. I can't uh, call we've, Gareth. we've chatted to you about the many aspects of Gareth here, Gareth Wax, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but we thought, uh, we thought today we'd concentrate on your DJ Bongo career. Oh, all right, yes. <laughs> it's less of a career and more of a happening, really. No, well, well, how did it come about, first of all? Well, well look, um, through necessity. I used to be a performer many, many years ago in uh, touring rock bands and, and so on and so forth. And that all went by the by when I started business. And then the wife pointed out the fact that I was an encumbrance and I should really find something to do that didn't involve being anywhere near the house. So I started exploring um, open mics. Uh, I'm a percussionist. And uh, being as percussionist is always perpetually in short supply, uh, I was asked to be kind of like the percussionist du jour. Uh, sit down on the box and tap out a rhythm and keep everybody happy. And I did that for a while. And I always had a piece of kit in my garage, which I'd used a few times years before, called a hand sonic. Yes, folks, hand sonic. Anyway, look, this is a piece of kit where you've got thousands of different percussion sounds within it, and it means you take almost no space and you can play along with DJs. So I used to play with uh, to DJs in Ibiza doing that years ago. And I unearthed it, got it out, and uh, at the same time, a very good friend of mine called Ben Henderson, who is an inveterate uh, steampunk, when I say he lives the ethic, he wakes up in a top hat, that's how close to it he is. Wow. Anyway, so he um, he runs or ran an open mic back in the day. You remember those days when we used to be able to sit next to each other and hold hands? I know. I know, so. Anyway, so uh, back then, he used to run an open mic based in the Brave New World in near Surbiton, Kingston Way, where you guys were only very recently yes. right? lost in Kingston. Mm. Um, Can you explain what steampunk is to anyone that's listening? Well, I've never really known it to be anything more than... Uh, Do you play punk music in a steam room or something? No, no, you see, mis <laughs> misunderstanding about the word punk, first of all. Let me disabuse you. Punk was... 70s, wasn't it? No, 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 no. The word punk is a word that actually goes back to the 1700s. And it basically means, if you apply it to any other word, you, you tend to find it's, you know, like there was, you know, something punk. 
I was I just thinking of the undertones, for instance. Well, it was originally called rock punk, and they reversed mm. it and became punk, punk rock. Music. You see, so punk is not a music. Punk mm. means uh, somehow an abuse of something. So steampunk is like a derivation of things to do with steam. There's also diesel punk and mm. a number of other punks as well. Okay. So punk in itself isn't just pogoing kids or, in these days, uh, 40-year-old men pretending. So it's kids. something that abuses something. Yeah, really. It it's kind of twists it in some way. Okay. So, so steampunk is, the co- is, as I've been explained it by Ben and a number of other people, I'm a novice at this. I've I've kind of uh, taken it upon myself to become part of it because I like the ethos. The ethos as well as a style. So the style is very much harking towards Edwardian, Victorian looks, as it were. Smartness, if you like. Gentlemanly. Thank you. Uh, A a slight nod. (laughs) See, someone bloody notices. So a slight nod towards... um, the best parts of of behaviour towards other people. Like a squire or something yeah, like that. In a way, but with less no- looking down the noseness. Okay. If you sort of mean. Um, less superciliousness. It's more along the lines of, I treat you with kindness, I expect you treat me with kindness back. So there's very much that. There's also an overriding idea of politeness. Politeness to an extreme almost. Um when we're talking to each other, often steampunks address each other as sir, for instance. It's just a standard uh, format. And I kind of like it. If you think I'm calling you sir through the podcast, everyone will think I'm a bit weird. No, 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 no. Anyway, you're not in the scene. And is Look, it, at, is you. It because Look at you and your tracky top and dangly bits and Is it steam pink shirt. because What's steam wrong with you? Era. Anyway, so, no, well, kind of, no. It's more a Jules Verlian, Vernian wide-eyed view to the near future. Imagine if you're back in the 1800s and somebody said, one day we'll be on the moon. It's that, <gasps> that sort of thing. So, and also then, of course, there are gear wheels almost everywhere. Everything has gear wheels on it. Uh, or balloons or, or goggles. Goggles are very important, very important. And uh, so you'll find oh, that... Like airships. Yes. That kind of era. Oh, yeah. It's like the waistcoat. Thank on. you. Exactly. I have a whole stuff around. So the, I, I, you'll find that... I mean, I used to wear T-shirts until uh, about uh, a year ago. I haven't worn one in, in a year. I tend to wear more and more sleeve shirts and then double cuff shirts and, and high And high your bow tie on there ties. as well. Yeah. I, I'm, I, every day I wear a bow tie. Wow, okay. I quite like it. Do you it feel comfortable in it? Well, yes. It's less thing to dangle in your tea. At least you I know I what you're you wearing every day. I think you should take him shopping for an outfit. Now, <laughs> yeah. there's a podcast. Oh, don't do this. Oh, you do this. Every time <laughs> I do a podcast with you two, you gang up on me. I think we need to, to check his colour blindness first, because he looks like he's been dressed in the dark by a mad colour blind parrot. <laughs> it's his style. What is that shirt? Casual. What, this? A real man oh, who wears pink. Please do it up again. Goodness. <laughs> I got complained last week I was looking so <laughs> dull from Jack over there. <laughs> and now I'm too bright. I'm sorry. By Gareth. No, not at all. No, look, it's, it's a combination of colours and, 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 you know, making sure you do ones that don't involve, involve vomit inducing. So, no, look, it's all right. We can help. We can help. It's all right. It can be done. <laughs> no, really, it's you're, you're perfectly adequate. Anyway, punk. so look, yeah. so, so steampunk is all about this, as I said, if I can summarise, a wide-eyed Jules Vernian to the f- towards the, the near future. So looking towards science endeavour and all the rest of it. Uh, 
being very well dressed, often from an era somewhere between Edwardian, Victorian, Georgian, and and also uh, acceptance um, and great politeness. And if you mix all of them together, you've got the basic essence of it. Wow. I mean, diesel punk tends to be much the same, except it's much more modern engines and things like that. So, so for instance, there's a great fascination. This is going to sound weird with impossible guns. So, what they used to they do is they take like a Nerf gun, and then they add cogs and make it with a, something with, with pu bubble steam out of it or, or whatever. So, no, not intended as shooting anything, just making impossible machines. Uh, Ben's at the moment making. Um, more out of amusement than anything else. He's making a helmet so he can go shopping uh, wearing it, which he's actually just today going out to buy a couple of fans at the back so he can stick them in. It's a big glass dome or perspex dome. He's cut two vent holes at the back. Okay. Do you okay. see what I mean? It's so what it's town preposterous. should be avoided to, uh, so we don't run into him? <laughs> well, I, I, why, why wouldn't you want to no, run into him? No, we would, we would. And he would this way, if he's wearing that helmet, you'll, you'll be able to know whether you're going to run into him from a great distance. That's true. <laughs> So you got involved in this um, yes. about a year ago? No, no, no. I've been involved in in, in and out of, of the scene on the outskirts, more visiting it as a as a as a wide-eyed visitor, as it were, uh, for about five or six years. Okay. Uh, but I've been involved in immersing myself in into it more and more during lockdown. Uh, that's what happens when you've got a lot of time on your hands. Well, it helps you, you. It's kind of time this year that you reevaluate yourself, isn't it? You think about what is it I want to do, or how do I want to present myself. So I opened my wardrobe and I thought I just have far too few waistcoats. Anyway, so that's it. it kind of started from there, and it's kind of snowballed a little bit. And but I tell you what, though, during lockdown was one of my most creative outputs in so many ways. I banded together with a whole bu bunch of people, um, led by. Uh, a the lady who runs uh, Teddington Together, I think it, it's called, uh, called uh, Lisa Wybun, uh, and uh, we created something called Rockin' the Lockin', um, and we had four different attempts at this, and each time I got anything up to 25 different acts to perform via Zoom, and I compared them. And uh, also did a little bit of performance as well. And it's very tiring getting everybody to sound check, as you, I'm sure you guys are all painfully aware. But getting them to all sound adequate, because going across a medium like that, anything can go wrong. Mm. Um, yet we did you get lots of views? Uh, yes, and we raised over seven thousand pounds. Oh, fantastic! For four different charities. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Uh, we we raised money for the Otica. Trust Music Charity, which is one that helps autistic children to get more into music, for the Royal British Legion, uh, for I'm trying to remember for that there's a there's a music uh, centre was an ex church called the Landmark in in Teddington itself, which was on the verge of closing, but we managed to save it from closure by getting enough funds so we could keep going. Um, I'm trying to remember the last one, but yes, it was it, the whole idea about it was oh yes, on the Crossroads. Charity, which is Crossroads Care, uh, help care for the elderly and, and also provide carers and so on. And also they have uh, these uh, dementia cafes, which are very good. My father had used one once uh, a couple of years back. Are you planning more of these? Uh, what, fathers? <laughs> no, I think I'm quite adequate <laughs> on, on that score. No, uh, the events. We, we would love to do more, but we were all a bit zoomed out by the end of it, if you can imagine. Um, so when the opportunity came... The last one, actually, the last two in part, but the last one particularly, what we did was we got a local pub, which was closed at the time, 
but had a garden with huge sheds in it. And we used one shed for me as the compare and bring, uh, and the other shed for the performers. So we would we were doing that. So we were zooming it, and some and still a couple of the performers were zooming into it. But there were people filtering in and out of the garden and doing it that way. Um, it would be quite fun to do something like that, that again, but weather permitting. We're mm. a bit fair weather, I'm afraid. Yeah. So y you've obviously had a short career then doing what you do. Well, short. Sure, I've been uh, percussionist since I was the age of six, and I'm seventy-five <laughs> at the moment. So you know, <laughs> I I'm not. That was I've a compliment, Gary. Thank you. Well, you can't tell you say forty-five. No, I said that was a compliment. Okay. He was complimenting me. Thank you, very sweet, very sweet. That's okay. Your shirt looks delightful. Thank you. Know. you. Have you won the lottery today? Oh, shut up, will you? <laughs> hey, uh, we'll talk more with DJ Gareth and uh, DJ, DJ Bongo. Bongo DJ Bongo. Sorry, where did that come from? You remember my, my Slap me down. My byline is, I'm not a DJ and I don't play the bongos. We're uh, moving on. Moving on. Uh, right, we'll chat more in a moment. Smart PA, leading experts on outsourcing PAs, business support and administration services. Tailored monthly support packages, scalable support during busy and quiet periods, trained and accredited virtual assistants, backup support provided by our community of smart PAs. Call Deb Mason on 07814 972 069. Email deb.mason at smart or visit us at www.smart pa.com so it's the weekly experience it's dj bongo it's beverly and it's jack here with you today and uh we are talking with dj bongo who's, who's not a dj by the way but you do play the bongos no i don't what do you play here i play a, a roland hand sonic which is an, ele an electronic hand drum simulator Oh, okay. It plays many uh, different type of instrument. You played outside. She, she's on board. She I understands. Know. I this was lady, listening. She was listening. She understands everything. Uh, well, that, that's a bit. Do you remember my comment about his shirt how being how beautiful it was? I, I take it back. <laughs> now, you have played outside of the Rainbow Cafe where I we're did, recording yes. this podcast today. How was that for you? It was really good fun. I didn't think it was going to be good fun because we're, it's a bit, it was a bit windswept, to, to say the least. But people kept stopping and staring, which under normal circumstances is not considered to be a good thing. But when you're performing, much better. And it was it was good fun, I think. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. I think that the people were enjoying it, but they weren't quite sure what to do, whether to sort of stop <laughs> or carry on. <laughs> <being> quite <laughs> social distancing bit going yeah. on, you know. The funniest bit was the fact that, that I was being filmed at the same time and humans don't necessarily understand that when the camera is pointed, if you walk straight across it, that, uh, that it can lead to a little bit of interference. Well, it was fun. It w I smiled and carried on playing. So, but people were bouncing around, so it was good. Jenny enjoyed herself. She was dancing away, wasn't she? Mm. And me. Well, yeah, you did that. Yeah, got your <laughs> dancing for They were both. They, it seemed like you were having a good time. Dancing and good. blocking people. Go past <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dance blocking. Now, anyone that didn't see the video, what uh, can we expect when we come and see you or your set? Well, fundamentally, and this is not a steampunk thing. Steampunk is more about the address and the attitude. What I tend to focus on is electro swing, which is a combination of 1920s, 1930s style of sound with a modern electronic backbeat to it. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, if anybody wants to look up what this sort of thing is, look up Parov Stila or Caravan Palace, and that'll give you an idea of the kind of sound. Um, it's, it's a completely upbeat, happy music. You don't get breakup songs in in uh, electro swing. It's, it's, very, it's very bouncy and happy, and, and it tends to be... 
joyous. It's Tell you what I did see that day when you were performing outside of the Rainbow Cafe. You had all mixtures of ages enjoying the music because you pl- you do every so often uh, put one of the Disney songs in there That's as well, right. don't you? That's right. Well, I, um, I've hooked up with a group of musicians based in Berlin called Electro Swing Thing. Uh, they've got a website. Do ha- look them up, please. Um, and uh, Wolfgang Lure, who, who runs the whole thing, it's a la- label as well. They recreate music from 1920s stuff. And some of it's like Minnie the Moocher and stuff. Incidentally, most of it is out of print and therefore copyright free. So therefore, it's very easy for me to perform it on Facebook or other things where playing copyrighted material would result in it being muted or taken down. Um, And as a result of that, they keep feeding me with bits and pieces like that. So I I got this uh, um, Jungle Book track uh, would it be like you which which is but in an electro swing style um i even got uh, uh, pump up the jam and and things like that which is technotronics from the 1980s um but in an electro swing style and it's it, that's just good fun i've even got careless whisper of all things i think i heard you doing that one actually it's so fun <laughs> it's so fun it's, it's seeing people's faces isn't it yeah so when you're doing it thinking i know that tune and then it's got a little bit of an introduction where I'm playing, I'm playing sort of like timpani over the top of it, and I just shout out, "Anybody fancy a little bit of George Michael?" And they go, "You what now?" <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. the gear on the Rainbow Cafe on a Saturday or something like that? Maybe when everyone's out shopping. Do you have a Christmas collection as well, DJ Bob? I have no. I, I I I should do. Do you know what? I'll have to go hunting for some Christmas stuff, but it, it's quite hard to find that uh, at the moment. I'm sure there's plenty. Bound to be plenty of it. Bound to get me on a late night sh- uh, Christmas shopping. Yes. Do a, yeah, do a Christmas one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be a really good start idea. S- start searching. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. We've got some wonderful wonderful bits and pieces, but the whole idea is I want people to start bouncing, tapping their feet and, and being upbeat. That's, that's what I'm looking for. And that's what we're looking for this year for sure, isn't it? That's oh, my really goodness. Good. An antidote to all this needless and melancholia. Mm. So what does music bring to you when you're seeing people dancing, being happy, smiley faces? Well, look, I, when I used to record many years ago, and I was in a band that was recording, it was the most tedious part because you don't tend to perform to an audience. It's an audience that gives me the feedback I need. And when, and when people are tapping their feet, smiling, grinning or bouncing away, it's the most assured form of feedback, is it not? Mm. Uh, it makes you think that actually... I'll tell you, uh, I've been busking recently because um, I, I used to rent a rehearsal rooms to rehearse in. And I thought, hang on a moment. I'm bored. I want to get the hell out of here. I can be socially distanced. So I put myself on the banks of the Thames, very near Richmond. And uh, it's very easy to be social distance there. And I was performing away. And the most fun time I had, and the most amusing time I had, was the boats down the middle of the Thames stopping and all gathering up almost in a line and bouncing in and down the dancing in their boats while so I was playing. So they were partying? Yes, oh, quite that right. sounds fantastic. Four or five rowboats, so much so that the steamer that came along was pulling us on, going, get the hell out of the way, because they were literally blocking the river. But I, no, could it, s- I could see you on one of those boats as well, though. No, did. that sounds... The, the electronic equipment and boats don't tend to mix. But yes, um, you know, it's the falling in the water thing. Yeah. Um, oh, you'd be fine. <laughs> If you're just in the middle, it'll be fine. Well, yes. We give you a life jacket. Oh, thank you. Strap into the boat so you can't get... Uh, Easy now. I I hear a very bad plan emerging. (laughs) Little tiny seed. How would you like to see this progressing, then? Certainly not on a boat. Uh, (laughs) Look, what I see now, I, I, I... 
I come replete with all the irrelevant equipment and all the battery power that you can have. Shove me in the middle of your garden. Shove me in the middle of your, your uh, area that you want people to be upbeat and happy in. Given that it's not too damn cold, I'll play my heart out for a couple of hours and get people upbeat. Um, and if you're serving hot drinks as well, all the better. Ooh, that sounds really good. Sounds really good, doesn't it? I'm mm. not saying, by the way, that I'll perform four hot drinks. I, I do need to get paid. But I you know, <laughs> <laughs> just don't want to make that clear. No, no, seriously. Um, I love performing for people outdoors. Um, and th- I've done it a few times recently. I've got my own stable uh, gazebo that I can shove myself under. So shove me in the middle of a, you know, if you've got a car rally or something like that. And, and I'll get people foot tapping. That's also you, you wear the clothes as well, don't you? You had a, a, a red cloth, a cloak on that day, well, didn't you? No, no I had a, a tail coat, it but, was, it was yeah. but, but it's red spangled. And I have this, the, the, the waistcoat and the bow tie to match and all the rest of it. And a big white top hat. It's back to the steampunk. Yeah, it is. Kind of, yeah, it's, 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 I, what I was doing was more cross with steampunk and, and master of ceremonies kind of thing. You know, that was the idea. Do you not do it inside? I wouldn't. Wear, I would probably wear a hot top hat indoors. No, that your your act. Oh yes, definitely. Absolutely, but you know, I'm I'm trying to play to the fact that we we are in, and then we're out, and then we're in, and then we're out at the moment. So I am capable of doing both environments. And given that I am battery powered predominantly, it means that you can flexible. In your How long approach. do your batteries last for? Three hours. Three hours. And I've also recently bought a little portable generator, uh, what they call a suitcase generator. And that will recharge all my batteries in about 20 minutes. So just enough time for a little bit of a, of a drink and a wee-wee. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Uh, we are going to openly welcome you back some other time to play outside of the Rainbow Cafe. Well, that should be delightful. And also perform at Christmas for us. Well, wonderful. And hopefully I'll take your advice and find some Christmas tunes. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. Excellent. <laughs> Lovely to have you on the podcast, sir. Oh, an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for listening. We very much hope you've been entertained. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page at Entertainment UK. You'll find all our podcasts at buzzpodcast.co.uk.